0: It's Budpod 126.
1: 126 doing tricks.
0: Doing some sick tricks on my BMX, which is part,
1: part of the Olympics. The Olympics. Um, the Olympics. Have you watched the any Olympus. Olympics? Hmm? Have you watched any Olympics?
0: I haven't watched a single specific piece of Olympics. Have you?
1: I've not sat down and, like, watched... I don't think I've ever in my life sat down and watched an entire event through. Maybe one badminton match that was a final uh, between the Malaysian guy and the Chinese guy. Because badminton is the only sport that Malaysia does well in.
0: Yes, that's fair. Okay, and how was that?
1: um, He lost. (laughs) But he put (laughs) up a hell of a fight.
0: Well, that's... Well, this is the thing, is that people talk about how inspiring it all is, but... What what I always struggle with is the fact that you only see, uh, like, the top 10, you know? Mm-hmm. What I, what I would like is some way of understanding that, like, these 10 people I'm looking at have, like... Uh, you know, 10 million excellent competitors just behind them.
1: Yeah, it's hard to put... That's, that's the problem with the Olympics. It's very hard to put the abilities of these athletes in context um and i think that's what was so amazing about usain bolt because even among the top in the world he was like 50 meters ahead of them by the end of the race and you could go that guy's fast but it's very it's very hard for the other categories where people are quite close and to the untrained eye to someone who doesn't know this these events well you just go that's someone firing a bow
0: <laughs> <laughs> i i i also have absolutely zero faith in the events where it's scored by judges
1: yes yeah it's like should this be an olympics like subjectivity yeah. i don't think there should be subjectivity in the olympics
0: if it's ever scored by judges i just think i i've seen i've seen too many like. Corruption, spy thriller things. I always just think, well, come on, it's you've been bribed. Someone's been bribed. Like there's, <laughs> there's like for yeah. the entire Cold War, like the Soviet Union and America had all these like secret training programs, and da da da, da and it was really, really like influenced by international politics. So whenever it's just like. Well, uh, and we presume that the Taiwanese diver will be getting a fair score from the Chinese and Russian, like, you know, (laughs) come on, come on, surely not.
1: Yeah, it's it's unbecoming of the Olympics. For some events, to essentially be strictly. It's not (laughs) becoming.
0: I mean, I understand that, like, the people judging are also, like, you know, expert divers or whatever, so then... I I just have to. The trouble with me is that it demands my faith that they're completely unbiased, and secondly, my faith that they are be- judging their, their judgments are based on some sort of incredible understanding of what's happening, because yeah. they will judge two, from what I can see, absolutely
1: identical dives. <laughs> and this is the thing I was, the reservation I always have when people talk about like this legendary gymnastics set. I don't know what you call it. Is it a set, a performance, a routine? Yeah, and I guess... it's like it was the first one to get five tens, tens from all the judges, <laughs> and you just go. Okay, all the judges were in a good mood that day. Is that is that the achievement? <laughs> yeah. Their routine was right after lunch. Is that the is that the achievement? That's
0: exactly what I was going to say. They, they,
1: yeah, they had a
0: big dinner,
1: <laughs> and the
0: half the gold medal goes to that. Hotel breakfast, chef.
1: It was, it was a sunny day outside. Maybe the judges listened to a good song in the radio on, on, in the taxi ride over to the stadium. Like <laughs> It's so subjective. I find it very hard. Yeah, like, like you say, I find it very hard to get excited about something was Just someone's opinion. Yeah,
0: that's, that, that, that's it. Exactly. exactly.
1: But at the same time, in our, in our industry, we go, they got five stars. So who are we to talk? Oh. Maybe?
0: Yeah, but I mean, we don't say that with um, an inflection of
1: full trust. That's it, that's true, that's true. If anything, we say it, depending on, on who the five stars are for, we say it with a great deal of cynicism.
0: Yes, or, or, or in some cases, even fury. <laughs>
1: <laughs> or if it, the good review is for me, um, a reassurance that the review industry is finally getting a grip.
0: <laughs> oh, this guy seems to know what he's talking about
1: <laughs> At last, a reviewer who
0: knows their stuff Someone with a brain
1: <laughs>
0: uh, Yeah, absolutely um, I, Apologies, uh, listeners, for any slightly weird sound quality I, I've had to do some, some DIY Which means that all my stuff is in a big pile And I can't find the cable for the better microphone So apologies if I sound roomy
1: you're you're repainting your flat. Is that right?
0: Yeah, well, and 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 just generally clearing out loads of old shit, and and it's a whole thing. It's a whole side. It's, it's
1: amazing the shit you find. I, I was clearing out my wardrobe yesterday, just getting rid of like a few bits of clothes, mm. and you know, there's a Napoleon Dynamite t-shirt in there that I had <laughs> at university. I had I took to university.
0: <laughs> That's like. Um... <laughs> That's like a gag dated piece of clothing you pull out of a box on a sitcom and go, whoa.
1: <laughs> what were we thinking back then? I loved that t shirt so much. It's my favourite t shirt. There's probably loads of photographs of us back in the day when I'm wearing that t shirt.
0: I think and I remember that T shirt.
1: It's purple with like the a yellow outline of Napoleon Dynamite on the front.
0: Ooh yeah, I do remember
1: it. Yeah. Yeah, and oh, I mean wow. I was holding on to it for sentimental reasons.
0: Yeah, there's so much stuff that you dig out where you sort of go, you look at it and you think, well, for fuck's sake. And then you remember the kind of, the last time you did a clear out, the fact, the, the only reason that the thing you're looking at was saved was a kind of feverish, but what if I want it later? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, 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 more and more, I have more and more sympathy with hoarders.
1: I, I sometimes generally get the thought of like, well, maybe next year I'll lose 80 pounds.
0: <laughs> what if i what if i weigh a, the amount of child weighs? then i could wear
1: <laughs> this, oh, this i could catch a dusty... sort of wasting disease and it would be bad but at least i get to wear this sh- t-shirt again so <laughs> i'll actually i'll be i'll actually really regret it if i don't save it now and i, I get a sort of wasting disease <laughs> What if,
0: what if incredibly scuffed shoes come back in fashion?
1: <laughs> are you are you painting it painting the flat yourself?
0: Yeah, and uh, well, no, well, it's a whole it's a whole thing. I'm doing a lot of it.
1: Oh, Okay, that's impressive. It's I've impressive. Never, I've never done that.
0: Um, I would say never ever do it if you can get someone else who you trust to do it because it's fucking shit. Really? It's so shit. I don't know if I've hated anything as much as as I've hated all this painting. I hate painting.
1: I you're using that the little roller thing? That roller? Oh,
0: I've got rollers coming yeah. out my bum. I've missed a roller over
1: here. And what do you I've hate I've got
0: brushes. I got rollers. I got trays.
1: Huh? What do you hate about it? What's it's
0: it's it's absolutely exhausting. The amount of pressure you have to apply with the roller to get oh, make sure you really? get all the paint out. You're like, oh, do, it's I... like, huh? I
1: thought that shit would just fly off.
0: No, because you 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 end up just if it gets covered in paint and like the initial thing does you know, paint comes off onto the wall, but like those brushes are like. There's like an inch of absorbent material there. Like That's where you got to like load it up with paint mm. so you don't have to keep dipping down. And you're trying to paint towards the top of the ceiling and you, it's like a fucking disco workout. You dip down to the floor, get some more paint. Go back up <laughs> to the highest your arm can possibly reach. And then like at, at maximum arm extension, apply maximum arm pressure. And
1: try not to get paint in your eye. And you've got more range than most. So actually you're doing fewer iterations than most people have to do. Of this, of this action. Yeah,
0: well, it's and it's it's hellish as well because the new paint is, the old paint was off white and the new paint is off white. So the other reason that it fucking sucks is that unless you have daylight, unless you have a certain like number of hours in the day where you can look at the the paint in daylight, you can't see if you've (laughs) fucked up a bit.
1: Right, you can't see where the new paint starts and the old paint begins.
0: Yeah, because under under like like kind of yellowish internal light bulbs, like without daylight, off white just looks like off white, and then 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 like the sun comes up and it's like this patchy fuck nightmare. <laughs> You're
1: gonna have to bring in like a UV light, like, like they used to look for um, jizz stains. Yeah, I'm gonna just I'm
0: gonna be a, a <laughs> I'm gonna have to be like a CSI investigator, and the crime is my own shit painting. <laughs> <laughs> Like it would have been so much easier if I was painting the wall brown. Yeah, or like green, because it's like, well, is that bit green? No. Well, I'll put more green on. Whereas this is this kind of sort of mercurial nightmare where I just thought, well, maybe it is. Maybe.
1: Well, so why are you repainting with the same color? Just just to freshen it up. It's not. It's not the same color. It's a different off white.
0: Oh, okay. <laughs> That's that's the worst thing. Uh, it wouldn't yeah. matter if it was the same color. It is a different color, but...
1: Right, okay, okay. But only so are like, slightly different.
0: Yeah, so it's different enough that in daylight, looking now, I can see patches where I've missed. Like, easily see them. And in other light, you won't see that, is the point. So, it's... It's shit. It's really shit and you've got to try and, and you've got to put tape on everything and that takes hours to tape everything. I would, God. yeah, I would say almost everything about it is fucking wank and I hate it. <laughs> and um, as I was saying to you before we started recording, uh, I well, I didn't explain how, but I went to a friend's birthday thing on Saturday in their garden. Mm. And because their garden is a classic, like, we don't own this garden, London Garden. It's all overgrown and, and, you know, long grass and and random bits of garden furniture and stuff. Yeah. Um, And I got bitten by a bunch of midges and I think some ticks. And I think I have to go to the doctor and get some antibiotics because I don't want to get Lyme disease. They're getting all infected now.
1: Yeah. Yeah, Lyme disease is a fucking... It's like... It's like a myth, it's like a fantasy disease. I was saying to you, it's like, it's like something you catch in Morrowind in the Elder Scrolls <laughs> series or something. It's like, you're like, what? I lose one, I get minus one health point for the forever. It's incurable. Yeah. <laughs> you get minus one health forever. Yeah. Just because you got bitten by that rat in, yeah, the, in, minus, the King's, in the King's Dungeons. That's it. Minus two
0: energy, minus one mana.
1: Yeah, yeah. And like Lyme disease is a crazy thing where if you don't catch it in time, it, it's permanent, which is mad in the 21st century.
0: It is insane that there's this thing where you go, well, I was hanging out near some cows and now I have a forever disease.
1: It's so, yeah, it's peculiar. But yeah, so head down to that hospie, get it checked out. Yeah.
0: Well, that's the thing as well as that. I think I'm more... Well, I did that kind of like double think thing where the bites were... I, I don't do well with midi bites anyway, but these were getting pretty bad. Um, and I thought, well, you know, you're South African, so you're, like, oversensitive to tick bites because they're so dangerous in South Africa, or they can be.
1: Hmm.
0: And, like, my dad had tick bite fever and was really, really sick with it.
1: Isn't that when you're really into tick bites?
0: <laughs> yeah, it's when you only want to have sex with tick bites, yeah. <laughs>
1: He's got tick bite
0: fever. He's got tick bite fever! <laughs>
1: Tick bite Fever has taken, uh, taken control of London's fashionable West End.
0: Yeah, and then an interview with a Tory member of the House of Lords going, It's a corruption of our youth. It's immoral. The music seems to drive them insane. <laughs>
1: uh,
0: it's really funny when you find all that stuff about jazz, where people talk about it like it's fucking voodoo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah uh um tick yeah, so it's been it's it's so uh, basically it's it's yeah, and then tonight uh it's 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 a busy day, got some bud pod, and listeners, that is how much Budpod means to me is that I will literally listen to this before seeking medical advice.
1: that's right. he i uh, record this rather Pay Pe- will jeopardize his own HP to <laughs> to make sure bud pod, bud, pod, bud pod goes out on time.
0: I will jeopardize my own health Pierre's, <laughs> Which is how I measure my health. Um, because neither rain nor snow nor... Neither sleep nor snow nor dead of night or whatever it is. Yeah. Will stop this pod at, in its appointed uh, bud.
1: Mid... Mid... Mid midge bites are, are freaking horrible as well. And like you never see them yeah. coming. I, I swear... I swear like the smaller the bug the bigger the bite. Like in... Yeah. In Malaysia we get these get these things called horseflies. Oh, you get
0: those in the, uh, in England?
1: Oh, do you? Okay. Well, horseflies well, like the, it's like they actually take a t- little chunk out of your meat.
0: Well, they um they don't have a proboscis like a like a needle-face thing. They they they're horrible horseflies because they slash you like with they look like fucking Scyther from Pokemon. They slash you open and drink the blood from like the wound.
1: Jesus.
0: No, they they're real psychos.
1: pricks, yeah psychos we, calm down horseflies
0: yeah well we found because um, you know I moved to the Isle of Man from South Africa and there were a bunch of other South Africans there and we found that um, the locals and like people who are from like Scotland or whatever but they were kind of okay with midgie bites because they grew up with them whereas the South Africans broke out in the, like you know blisters like they had a really bad oh. time so you and can like, actually it was vice versa like a... for mosquitoes sorry? it was vice versa for mosquitoes so yeah. like
1: yeah. So you can actually build a kind of immunity to them.
0: It seems like it. I mean I don't know. I don't do well with midibytes generally, but these these have really these are these are bad enough that I'm willing to believe that they are something else.
1: Hm, yeah, well, get them checked out anyway.
0: Oh yes. Yeah, and so my life is sort of a bit chaotic. And of course tonight tonight and by the time you listen to this it'll have been on for one night. This week, listeners, Tuesday to Saturday, I'm doing the Camden Fringe.
1: Camden Town, my Camden Town, where Pierre does jokes. You should, you should totally go down, Podbuzz. I'm going to go yeah. tonight for the big opening night.
0: That's right. Um, every night at the Camden Comedy Club on Camden High Street...
1: Man, I haven't uh, been there for so long, Camden Comedy Club. It must yeah, be like man. 2 years plus now.
0: Yeah, I mean it must be, mustn't it? It
1: was illegal. Yeah, it was illegal for a long time. Uh,
0: yeah, man. like a speakeasy. I mean, hopefully people are going to are going to come just generally, but um we'll see. I've just see- <laughs> sorry for being distracted. I think I've just seen um two Tesco employees sprinting after a thief. Wow. What?
1: Yeah, it happens. It happens. Apparently, it's
0: always meat or booze.
1: Meat or booze. I, um, in the m little m food near me, I once saw a guy, as I was coming in, just as I was coming in, there's a guy sort of walking towards uh, the exit, but with the food still in the basket. So, it wasn't in um, a tray. No, no, a tray. Ah. it wasn't in a bag. It was in oh, a basket. And so that looked a bit odd. And so, and one of the employees caught this guy, and which started being like, uh, "Sir, excuse me, sir." And once he knew the, the game was up, he put the basket down and picked up what was in it and just ran out. Yeah. And and the thing went bump, 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 bump. And the guy, and the guy was like, "Ah, oh, hey, come back." Um. But what he had in there was like genuinely. It was like a loaf of bread and an apple. I mean, it was like fucking yeah. Aladdin. You know, I and so <laughs> I, 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 I and it's like, l- let him have it like it's a loaf of it's, the guy can't afford a loaf of bread. He, he can. Have yeah, it, that's
0: you know. that's that's that must be like total. It could be less than two pounds.
1: Yeah. And it's, it's not like it was five bottles of Smirnoff It's literally like bread and water. Uh, but but meat and booze, you say, is the most common shoplift, commonly shoplifted item.
0: Certainly, according to the the talkative guy who who seems to run our Tesco. Uh,
1: I did see a lady. I guess they're expensive. I guess they're relatively expensive in the supermarket.
0: Yeah, I did see a lady try and flee with sort of like more than one chicken, I think. (laughs) That was more like. That was less like Aladdin and more like a a thief in like the Beano.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I'd love to see someone run out with a, a steaming apple pie.
0: <laughs> I'd love to see someone like um, with frozen chickens, like throwing them to an accomplice. You know, like a, like really long, great uh, rugby passes.
1: Yeah, spinning it, spinning. Yeah, the chicken.
0: chickens just spinning through the air. <laughs> like when they when, when the fly half throws the rugby ball so hard that they have to like dive onto the floor to get that power behind it. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. This whole fucking goose just cannons through the entrance. Uh, <laughs> I like your description of the guy as well, where like, he's kind of going, moving with the basket, and the guy's like, Sir? Sir? It's, and it's like, as they turn around, you realize they're, they're a zombie.
1: Yeah, yeah. This gradual realization that something um, irregular is about to happen.
0: I love how in zombie films, they're so like, before they realize there's been a zombie breakup, they're so polite. So they're like, sir, sir, you can't bite people here, sir.
1: (laughs) Sir, you can't be moaning the word brains and biting people on the neck, sir. Sir, I'm going to, if you bite one more person, I'm going to have to call security. Sir. And then they turn around and like, they've got an eyeball missing. And no teeth, and like, and they're like, "Oh my god, sir, are you okay?"
0: <laughs> yeah, they still, sir. We're gonna get you to the hospital.
1: I guess in America, it's it's perfectly believable that someone would be in that state before <laughs> yeah. they venture to the hospital.
0: Yeah, that's that's. It only makes sense when the guy who looks like that with one eye hanging out, and they go, "Please, I don't have
1: insurance." No.
0: <laughs> the lady goes, "Okay, sir."
1: Speaking of but rugby, yes. you've had there's been some important rugby recently, hasn't there, for South Africa? Yeah,
0: British and Irish Lions playing the Springboks. Um, wait, 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 wait! British and
1: Irish? British and Irish Lions, yeah. Is that one? Is that one team? Yeah. What? There's a British yeah. and Irish joint team.
0: Yes, yeah, yeah. They, they, they sort of. They are like. Um, they're like the Megazord from Power Rangers. They form it's 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 Scotland, Ireland, Wales, and England's like sort of nominally best players into a kind of special one-off touring squad. Really? Yeah, and they and they rotate between South Africa, New Zealand, and Australia in terms of where they go on tour.
1: So so the, okay. I I get so confused with with rugby because they're like forty-eight permutations of leagues and tournaments and. And, like, versions. You just, you just
0: need to ignore Rugby League, in my opinion. No, no offense to any listeners from Wigan or Australia. Okay. Rugby League is the one where the scrum is only five dudes, and you don't, like, ruck and maul and push each other over as much.
1: Is it gentler?
0: Yeah, kind of. As faster. The one you've heard of, and the biggest one, is Rugby Union.
1: Okay.
0: The one you played at school or didn't is Rugby Union.
1: Okay. 100%. Okay. Right, 100%. okay. But then for only for this one particular tournament do... It's not th- even a th- tour. Th- it's just
0: a tour. They just play three test matches. It's like a touring test match thing like you get with cricket or whatever else.
1: So it's friendlies?
0: Uh, yeah. I mean, you try and win the test series, so they play best of three.
1: Right. Gosh, okay.
0: So the British and Irish Lions get a team together. They fly to South Africa and they play three games against the Springboks and a few other games against random, like, club sides or whatever, and then they go home.
1: That's crackers. So they play an international team and a couple of club teams.
0: Yeah, and, the, and they'll play, like, the international team, B team, and it's it's more of a... It's kind of like a... It, it started like a summer camp. It started, like, God, maybe... I mean it was definitely happening in the in the nineteen thirties. Like it's very old. Huh. That is um, weird. Yeah. It is it. it is um it's it's a bit of fun, I suppose.
1: A bit, a bit. of rugger.
0: <laughs> yes, it has been happening. The first match, uh South Africa lost, and I watched that in the pub. And I was annoyed. And then the second match, we won really decisively. And I wasn't watching that in the pub. I was getting bitten by diseased
1: bugs in a t'st oh. t'st garden. Do you do you support British Lions against? Oh, 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 if British Lions, British and Irish Lions play South Africa, who are you rooting for?
0: Well, I, it's funny because I mean, I support. It feels different to support the Springboks, you know because of 1995 and 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 Mandela and the whole thing like there's a emotional and political element to it. Yeah. Whereas I think if South Africa played England at, at football at, at soccer, I think I might support England.
1: Right, okay. Um and cricket right, I don't know. Right, because of the meaning. The, there's right, yes, there, there's right right right, I see what you mean. There is a there's a sort of historical emotional significance to the Springboks and similarly now there's a similar kind of weight to the England football team
0: yeah that's it and and I'm cricket I'm ambivalent so far so you know
1: yeah i'll
0: i'll I uh, that that's kind of neither here nor there yet yet we'll see but the springboks seem to be the springboks are, are their own thing in my head because of that history and um because it's like the one sporting phenomenon that i was even aware of growing up so it's it hasn't got a lot of competitors in the all in my head
1: yeah i yeah i guess it's a little bit like the all blacks right you don't really think of the all blacks as like yeah new zealand you think of them as the all blacks so they're kind of their <laughs> own thing their own brand
0: yes that's it yeah that's they've they've transcended something um and, yeah, and it's also like growing up, it's one of the few th- part things about South Africa that people will talk about in a positive tone that isn't um Nelson Mandela
1: yeah, 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 sure, I get you.
0: yeah, so that probably added to it over the years, I'd say, and it's funny sometimes um a certain type of British person will be quite disappointed if you don't support the Springboks
1: um why, because they want a bit of they want the a bit of fun of observing. A South African person supporting the Springboks?
0: No, not even like like while a match is on. I mean, just if they ask you, like they might just ask you. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, do you support the Springboks then? And you go, and, if, and sometimes you go, oh, you know, they go, oh, <laughs> like well,
1: they, why they want they a bit of conflict. They want a bit of, you know, hey, hey. Oh, oh right, I get you, I get you, I get you. Yeah, they want yeah.
0: you to be authentic enough that they can enjoy talking to you. I don't know.
1: Yeah, I get you. I totally get you. Yeah.
0: Do you have any uh, any sports uh, uh, nostalgia memories of any kind from Malaysia?
1: Not really. I mean, again, it's kind yeah. of like <clears throat> an <clears throat> uh, sort of part imported, part colonial support for England during the World Cups and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And in general, people were like, you know, they rooted for England, uh, but n- Malaysia is not. You know, except aside from badminton, Malaysia is not, you know, not really a big sporting nation, really. And it's not. Yeah. I mean, people play sport, but it's not been that successful on the global stage with any particular sport aside from badminton. And badminton is not something exactly, you know, (laughs) you don't go down the pub to watch badminton or anything. It's not something, (laughs) you know, that really brings people together.
0: Well, you know, I'm sure somewhere out there is an incredibly violent badminton firm.
1: (laughs) Yeah, with like uh, stainless steel shuttlecocks and they just throw at each other.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's it. Face tattoos. (laughs) Oh, man. Badminton is harder than it looks, I'll say that.
1: Yeah, yeah, it can get really quick. And what's, what's, yeah, the weird thing about it is like you go, and then the shuttlecock will go, and then slow down. Uh, and so it's much harder to track its trajectory, I think.
0: Yeah, I think that's it. And it's, it's a lot more tiring than I, I would have
1: thought. Because mm. Mm. you have to hit it quite hard. You have to hit it harder than you think.
0: Yeah, and from the outside, it just looks like two people sort of doing wafty dancing at each other. She sort of oh thwack you know She's very casual and then you play a game and you're fucking dying (laughs) yeah what do you what do you think is the sport that's the opposite of that that like looks the most insanely hardcore but is actually like no this is okay
1: hmm that's a good question um shooting (laughs) yeah because yeah I mean I'm sure you know getting the aim right is, is hard but you know you're picking up a gun you're pointing it at something and you're pulling the trigger
0: <laughs> I wonder what's yeah what is the one that looks hardest but is the not the easiest but like
1: but the, the, you're right the smallest gap between its difficulty it's perceived difficulty and it's actual difficulty yeah maybe like
0: discus or something I'm trying to think discus is hard man like oh, the th-
1: throwing the technique th- is
0: hard though yeah
1: like javelin, I could never get to point down. I could never I, get it to point down. It would just go as
0: far f- as I was concerned at school, the javelin is
1: some kind of prank. <laughs> but there are people who just throw it and it would fly up and it'd fall down. Like I suppose and would stick in the ground, and then I throw it and it would just go weep and just point into the sky and just fall on its side like <laughs> black it like that.
0: I, I it, it just wouldn't go anywhere. The, the the watching people try to do the javelin growing up was the. The most filled with disappointment and doubt I've ever been about medieval warfare and how realistic those video games, like, total war are.
1: That's exactly what I was thinking about, yeah. Yeah, man. Because I was like, uh, really? They threw these? Like, a heavier version of this? After marching for a day nonstop in armor. <laughs> they then threw this, better than I can now, completely refreshed.
0: Yeah, and you sort of think, well... Uh, I hope that these were much smaller because I guess in those days you just needed to like bonk, hit someone in the arm and they'd just get infected and die or whatever. <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah. It's, it's yeah, not I, like I, in the medieval times like in order to make sure you infected someone until they died with the arrow you just had to stick it in the ground. <laughs> so you just poke your arrow in the ground and fire fire someone and they just die of disease. <laughs> 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 Fucking crackers. Use this yeah. piece of shit human body yeah <laughs> I wonder how often like,
0: yeah, if you just got a scratch or something, and they were like, Well, it's only a scratch, so he might not die, and then you just had a fever for like three days, and then it was fine, and you were like, Ah, phew, another scratch defeated, and people were like wow <laughs> you're you're lucky, man, like people start coming and giving you little like gifts, like hoping the luck will rub off
1: on them, and yeah, you become a, a god in your village for surviving the scratch
0: <laughs> yeah the great scratch of 04 or whatever ugh. yeah it, it just i i can't i i i always wonder like because we're we're talking about you know whatever let's say 1500 years ago i always wonder like what they'll look back 1500 years to now and be like can you ugh, like can you ugh, can you imagine like what do you mean? They had to repaint their own wall? Yeah, I don't know.
1: Oh, right. Like, right. What what someone from 1,500 years ago would find. No,
0: no. For, 1500, 1,500 years in the now. future, sorry.
1: Oh, I see. I see, I see. So, yeah. What someone, yeah, in 1,500 years will think is barbaric now.
0: Maybe just something like, would um, just like any disease. Maybe by then they'll just yeah. be like, yeah, no, we have lasers for
1: that. Yeah. Like, yeah, you, you caught colds all the time. <laughs> all the time. <laughs> what do you... you got- what,
0: yeah, what do you mean yearly flu? Yeah,
1: yeah, maybe that'd be it. I guess it's impossible to. Maybe it might be energy. You know, it might be like you were burning things to get yeah. energy, like a fireplace. <laughs> like you'd have enormous fireplaces in the countryside.
0: Yeah, you had a building just for some fire. <laughs> you fucking idiots! Of course, it's gonna make everything hotter. <laughs> fucking hell yeah that's probably it they're like but they had nuclear power and it's like yeah but it made them frightened because (laughs) they made them frightened because one nuclear power plant was fucked up by a dictatorship and another one was fucked up because it was built on an earthquake line in a tsunami zone and they go and these things happen in quick succession it's like no no like 70 years apart they're like what They could have had all the electricity they needed with zero emissions immediately, and they go, "Yeah, but they prefer the big fireplaces."
1: <laughs>
0: uh, uh. Yeah, energy is a good call. I think that's probably
1: going to be it. Yeah, Yuck. yeah. Hopefully, sometimes people are like, "It'll be meat," and I'm like, "Nah, it'll be energy." <laughs> no, nah, we'll, yeah. we'll figure out the meat thing. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. It won't be. It'll just be like. Um, Everyone's just going to be having meat that's grown in a lab and uh, if on like special occasions they'll be like, we've, we've got it from an animal and everyone's like, ooh.
1: <laughs> yeah, God, that, that is, I do think that sometimes, like getting an actual chicken will be, a, 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 you know, 500 pounds.
0: Yeah, or it'll just be like something that's like very pretentious. Yeah, it'd be like you can really taste that it's from a, a thing that was alive instead of the the bio chicken. Yeah, you can you could really taste that this meat doesn't come from the
1: dome. Yeah, maybe it'd be like buying raw milk or something like that. How that
0: feels? <laughs> now. Yeah, it'd be as hard to find as unpasteurized milk. You can get it, but it's it's a it's you know it's a pain.
1: Yeah. I don't know why you'd want to. I don't know what the appeal is. It's dangerous milk.
0: (laughs) Taking a sip of full-fat pasteurized milk. That's good, but it's not dangerous.
1: (laughs) I want my milk to have an element of jeopardy to it. (laughs) I want milk that can fight back. (laughs) (laughs) Not this milk toast milk. (laughs) <laughs> i want when milk I have, with a punch when i have my
0: milk and toast <laughs> i don't want milk toast milk i want
1: milk that could that could milk me back milk toast is surely the strangest word i've ever seen <laughs> because it's, I it's spelled m-i-l-q-u-e toast is it from a comic strip
0: oh really milk toast i'm I'm half remembering this now. I think there might have been a character called like lame ass Milktoast. Not that you know, whatever Alan Milktoast. But it was like a character who was like a weak little little bitch.
1: Right. I only ever encounter it in sort of slightly sassy political writing. Yes. Milktoast origin. Yes. Wow. Well done. 1930s from the name of a cartoon character Casper Milktoast. Ooh. What's and what's
0: Casper's uh, deal? Is he a little bitch?
1: A <laughs> little bitch. Yeah, a little bitch. A timid or feeble person. So milk toast—that's what it is. So Caspar Milktoast. Um. Oh yeah. So he's got like glasses. He's got a silly little hat. And it was in a car. He was the star of a cartoon series called The Timid Soul. Ah. Described it described Caspar Milktoast as the man who speaks softly and gets hit with a big stick. <laughs> that's good that's, stuff. That's a good description of a person. What's he like? Um, I guess you could say he's the man who speaks softly and gets hit with a big stick.
0: <laughs> or like milk
1: toast. Yeah, he's a bit of a yeah, he's a bit of a milk toast figure. Wow, well, I did not know. That's I'm so glad. Because yeah, the, when I saw the word milk toast, it's like someone wanted to write milk and toast but changed the spelling of milk. So this makes sense.
0: Um, do you know? Well, you know the Roosevelt quote about car- carrying a big stick
1: not well enough
0: so it's 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 speak softly and carry a big stick
1: ah okay so So that's a play on that
0: yeah so that was that was like a Uh. way of describing his preferred version of america's foreign policy which is speak softly but at all times have the enormous power of the american military behind you
1: yeah okay 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 right i I think it was
0: roosevelt as in roosevelt teddy roosevelt i think
1: Speak softly and carry a big stick.
0: So Milk is out there getting stick to pieces for being such a little bitch.
1: What would speaking softly and carrying a big stick sound like? If it was me, it would just be like, this stick is so heavy. (laughs) I have such a heavy stick. (laughs) Excuse me. Clunk.
0: Could you (laughs) clunk? Help me with this. Clunk. Big stick.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oops, sorry, could you just move aside? Sorry, can I just squeeze past? You yeah, have just got a very big stick.
0: Sorry, <laughs> sorry, sorry. I'm just calling to ask if my stick would fit in your overhead compartment. What is the widest?
1: Could you look it up for me, please? Is the big what? stick too long for cabin, the people <laughs> in the cabin, to have to pay extra for the big stick?
0: How big? Would a an old man's walking stick be for you to have to start saying, "That's no stick, that's a staff"?
1: <laughs> well, I guess a staff is about length. My mind instantly went to like how thick and round, you know, how wide would it have to be before I go, "That's a log." Because <laughs> 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 sometimes, sometimes, like there are these oldie-style walking sticks that are like you can tell they're a piece of wood. They're from like a small tree, yeah, right, or like they're from branch or something. But yeah, how thick can it be before you're like, he's got an ant there.
0: (laughs) Your your fingertips aren't even touching each other when you're holding that thing.
1: But but I guess like for a staff wise, I guess if it it has to be, it has to be below the shoulder, right? A walking stick. Once it gets gets to shoulder height, that's a staff.
0: Yeah, once it's going above your kind of parallel elbow. Mm. you're starting to look a bit like a wizard. <laughs> at a certain height, you are just a wizard.
1: Yeah. I think that's also something um, that Roosevelt said. At a certain height, you are a wizard. <laughs> With
0: a big stick. <laughs> at a, yeah, at a certain height, you are a wizard. And carry a big stick. Yeah. Um. He was a weird guy, Roosevelt. How so? Um he was obsessed with well he was a he was a war veteran for one thing, which is unusual for a modern president, I guess. Um and he was a like an obs- he he was obsessed with like hunting and shooting things and he was kind of like um Hemingway. He was like mm. a Hemingway flavored nutter, you know.
1: Right, right, right.
0: Um, and it was also weird because he's a he was a Republican, but he like was progressive and smashed up all the the trusts. You know, he was the trust buster, all the railways ah, and the monopolies, and because he was a proper capitalist Republican in the sense that he was like, "But there can't be capitalism if there's no contest," as opposed to yeah. just, "I think Google is great," or you know, Facebook yeah. or whatever.
1: Yeah, and they're talking about take you know they're talking about similar antitrust. Uh, laws coming in about them breaking them up like because yeah I mean G- Google is now um, the fucking uh... Uh, what's the big American f- rich guy Carnegie you know they're fucking yeah man yeah just a complete domination of
0: society and it's just history repeating itself yeah, I think did he? do I think he might have started national parks as well. Carnegie, yeah, he was a- he was a big old
1: philanthropist as well, wasn't he?
0: No, I mean I mean Roosevelt, sorry.
1: Oh, Roosevelt, right? Yeah, he started U.S. national parks. Um, oh, was he the parks guy? I'm pretty sure he-, he was. Like a state has to have so much parkland or something, or like, the- was he the guy who started some sort of park protection laws and stuff?
0: Um, oh, no, actually, it was older than that. Oh, oh wow.
1: Park life. Oh, they,
0: he was big. <laughs> Speak softly and carry a big stick. <laughs> National park life. National park life. National park life. Um, <laughs> it's a very, like... Um, it's weird, isn't it, that, that all these people who were like as old-fashioned and rich and insane as the insane rich people we have now, even back then they were like, well, of course there should be a nice big park for everyone.
1: Yeah, the, yeah. The Overton window is, is sometimes called on, on parks. It's definitely shifted. Yeah, <laughs> yes.
0: Um, yes, that's, yeah, absolutely, yeah. Whereas yeah. these days it's like, well, I mean, in a way, yes, uh, 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 um a virtual
1: reality park is better in your in your biopod. The go- the Google Doodle is what we get now. The, the Google Doodle is <laughs> is that's their parks.
0: We get a Google Doodle and we get Facebook Memories. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we 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 are permitted to laugh at Mark Zuckerberg's insanely sun creamed face. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and weird barbecue. Oh, and, I mean Do you remember the Weird Barbecue? Where
0: he was like he he looked like ribs. he was being It looked like he was he was pale from, from fever and malaria and being held at gunpoint.
1: By by big ribs. And he was talking about these <laughs> sticky baby back ribs. I can't I I can't wait for these ribs. <laughs> so weird.
0: Your impression of Zuckerberg saying ribs is one of my favorite uh, impressions
1: in your arsenal. (laughs) Ribs. Ribs. (laughs) You gotta try my ribs. The Napster guy has has put in some seed funding for my ribs. (laughs) He's so unsettling. He's a weird guy. He's a weird Um, guy. There isn't a single normal billionaire, to be fair yeah yeah. I, mean, yeah I don't think it's possible. You have to be a weirdo.
0: The closest you can get is maybe someone a bit kind of goofy like Richard Branson.
1: yeah, we haven't talked about the billionaires in space. billionaires too
0: in space. <laughs> the sequel to billionaires um yeah, billionaires in space. I, I, it's, it, it, says a lot about how fucked up and insane the American billionaires are. That now we kind of, kind of see Richard Branson as relatable,
1: a man who owns an island. Yeah, Branson's like the, the everyman billionaire. <laughs> He's the people's billionaire. He's only, has he got like a mere double-digit number of billions or something?
0: Yeah, it, it, it. He has so few billions that it would only take ten million years for a normal person to make it, which is pathetic. <laughs> As we all know it's pathetic. Yeah, they weren't just going to space, which is quite sinister.
1: I wonder I always wonder why, why? Have you run out of stuff to do on earth? Is that is that it? Yeah. Is your life so good? You've run out of stuff to do on earth. That cuz yeah. Space space does not has never really appealed to me. Like I don't really care. But there's nothing there. Yeah, that, yeah, it's kind of the clue's kind of in the name. It's space. Sure. It's literally some space. Well, my um,
0: my younger sister pointed out that it would actually be easier to colonize, like, the ocean floor and sort of have, like, a, an underwater city if we're worried about climate change than it would be to have a moon base.
1: Right. Is that true? Yeah. Atlantis time. Atlantis. Atl- a Facebook Atlantis. It'd be fucking terrifying, though, to live with all that water above you. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, I yeah, guess yeah. it's not... It's as terrifying as living... In space.
0: <laughs> Either way, you have to pick a billionaire to be the dystopian lifetime president of wherever it is.
1: Oh, I'd love an Atlantis. It'd be sick.
0: It would so be cool. cool. Very fresh fish.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's it. How would you go fishing? Would you just like open a valve and whatever f-
0: float in? You'd have to open your window really quickly and, and try and snatch it. Before you killed everyone,
1: I guess that is the. Sorry about that. I guess that is the advantage of the un, like underwater, the ocean to land. Like, yeah, you couldn't like living just on on land. You can't just reach out of your window and and grab a lamb unless unless you live on a farm. You can't just reach out <laughs> and grab food and just grab yeah, an edible animal. But in the sea, you sort of can. Yeah. Yeah, maybe not I would deep like to... down. Like you'd have to eat those those weird like angler fish with the lanterns attached to their bra- their brains. Yeah, it's either
0: spiky goblins or blobfish.
1: Blobfish, yeah. Although well, wasn't you who pointed out that they only look like that because they've been pulled out of the sea? And yeah, they were deep. They're built for really yeah. high pressure, so they're they're basically exploding when they come up to our level.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Yeah. It's like if an alien looked at a human in space and they were like, why are all their organs flapping around outside their face? What a stupid design. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I think blobfish... I mean, blobfish is never going to look good, but I think it looks more
1: dignified in its natural habitat. (laughs) Yeah, that was my first thought when I saw a picture of a blobfish with his big eyes and his big bulbous nose. I just thought, how undignified.
0: (laughs) For God's sake, Blobfish,
1: have some self respect. <laughs> Cover up, Blobfish. Cover people you seriously as a fish. Try some ribs.
0: Some ribs. Um, well, I'm gonna go seek medical attention, Phil.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't think <laughs> we've ever finished a, a podcast yet with one of us going, Well, time to go to the hospital. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no we haven't but um you know this is another box tech ticked off after live having
1: covid podcast i can't wait for next week's episode live from the emergency ward
0: yes the next the ne-
1: bu- bu- next week bud pods
0: soon to be infamous gunshot episode
1: <laughs> um but we wish you well pierre um get those blood tests
0: Bless, bless you. Get those antibiotics, hopefully.
1: Yeah. Um, or is it a is it bacterial uh, Lyme disease? Yes. Uh, yeah. You want the uh, you want the anti-Bs. You want that antibiotic?
0: Okay. Great. Well. All the best. Good luck.
1: All right. And good luck
0: to you. And I'll see For- you tonight, hopefully.
1: Yes. Yeah. yeah. See you at the show. Bye, to everyone. Edinburgh
0: Fringe, and I'll be at the Edinburgh Fringe. The Edinburgh Fringe. It's um, back.
1: It's the back. 13th damn it.
0: Nineteenth. It's back, baby, and it's more dystopian than ever. <laughs> 13th to the 19th, Monkey Barrel, Edinburgh Fringe. Um, okay, thank you. Bye. Bye bye. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans.